Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we'll be right back with today's guest, but first we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, uh, the uh, Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. And now please stay with us. Don't fast forward. Take three minutes and listen to our uh, sponsorship messages. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class content for their school social media channel. Use our code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their tables and their boards in action. It's one of the best things I ever purchased as an AD, and you'll feel the same way too. Their products not only create revenue for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products today. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Huddle is going to provide your coaches, your teams, your athletes with the tools they need to play at the highest level. You're going to find a professional-grade solution for the challenges that you and your coaches face. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that sits on the wall of your school and highlights your top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and in the arts. But it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame is also an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their great products. And when you're ready to purchase, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake and you get 5% off. That's Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Check them out today. We also want to thank Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile's the parent company for an entire suite of platforms, including Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and of course, Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else offers that. Go to snapraise.com and get started today. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. They're also going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and find out how they can help you. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. Go to finalforms.com and let them help you prepare for your best season ever. Whether you're an athletic director, an IT professional, or even a superintendent, Final Forms 
is going to provide you with the organization to let you play at a championship level. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. And we want to say thanks to hometown, excuse me, to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. We always hear back from that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent or a frustrated athlete, and we need to hear back from them so we can affect positive change. But we also need to hear from the 98% that really love and support our program, and that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. They're going to create a survey that allows you to take the pulse of your parents and your student-athletes. Go to athleticsurveys.com and get started today. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right here in the great state of Florida today, and we're going to be visiting with Ariane Seidel. She is the athletic director at Lake Wales High School. That's in Lake Wales, Florida. And uh, it's springtime, the busiest time for an athletic director. So, uh, Ariane, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to hear what's going on. And as I said, it's busy. Uh, let's go and jump right in. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that bio, where you were born, where you grew up, you know, take us up through those high school and college years and, uh, you know, share the Ariane origin story. All right. Um, well, again, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm excited to share. And I was um, born and raised in Kansas. Um, so I'm a Jayhawk, Rock Chuck Jayhawk. And um, grew up playing summer sports and um, like softball and that kind of thing. And then um, I'm when I was in middle school, my PE teacher had another girl that had ran the mile. And he told me if I could beat her, he'd get me a soda, which is funny that we get soda. And um, I, she beat me by three seconds. Uh, so that was, that kind of enticed me to be, to, to know that I could run. Um, so then uh, we actually, I grew up in Emporia, Kansas, and then we moved to Salina in the middle of my eighth grade year and um, started, um, I went ahead and ran on the track team and that just really helped me to meet other people and just kind of really made it important that how athletics can help you to be a part of something when you move in and I just really appreciated that part of, of sports at that time and then um when I started in high school, I wanted to play volleyball and softball. So I did that in, um, in the fall. Uh, I tried, or in the winter, I tried basketball, but hadn't really grown up playing it and just knew that it wasn't my thing. So I actually started working at the YMCA at that time. And then um, my sophomore year, um, I knew I needed to run cross country and the coach was so excited and said I'd finally come to the right place and I still played softball though my um sophomore year and then my junior year went ahead and um ran ran cross country and track and then did that also my um senior year ran cross country and track and through got to throw the javelin enjoyed that and wow. then also um 
continued to work with the YMCA and I uh, taught swimming lessons and was in youth sports and worked my way up to even be a field supervisor at the age of 16, 17. So I was already building those strong leadership skills and getting to be around youth sports at that young age and just really enjoyed it. And then um, my senior year, I also um, supervised the gyms and the uh, YMCA director. He was also my best friend's dad, but he called me to his office and I was kind of like, oh, what, you know, and he offered me, um, he'd had this paper come across his desk for a YMCA scholarship. And so uh, instead of going to play sports somewhere in Kansas, um, like at a JUCO or something, I decided to go to Aurora University in Aurora, Illinois, and had a, on a YMCA scholarship and got, um, got a degree in uh, physical education and just loved it. Uh, I did do an internship my senior year. I started at the Y and I'd work there and everything, but the internship wasn't a real positive experience. And so my mentor actually at, in high school, at the high school, she said, well, uh, we usually don't do this, but um, I'm going to let you do choose something else to do in the spring. And I'd really like for you to go with this PE teacher. And so I um, did another internship with a PE teacher and she'd been a Kansas PE teacher of the year and still one of my mentors today, love her to death. Um, and she just, because at first I kind of wanted to go into that you know, personal fitness, athletic training. But after that experience, I'm like, I want to teach. And so I went ahead, um, went to Aurora, Illinois, and uh, got a degree in ed physical education and also a supplemental major with the YMCA. So when I graduated, I could choose to continue with the YMCA or go into education. I knew the PE was where I wanted to go. So I, um, I actually moved back to Kansas got married to my husband. And um, I started at the Y because there was no PE jobs and actually was right, right off the bat an aquatic director. And I was like, but this is just not what I want to do. And two weeks before school started, a PE job came open. I applied, I got the job. I taught PE for 20 years. Phenomenal. Um, I very successful, changed a lot of lives, had very positive experience and, um, but continued to work with the Y and youth sports, you know, on the side there. So um, then a year and a half ago, uh, my husband decided that he wanted, we, we had lived in Florida. We've, we've lived all over. I don't, with the, he, he worked with the YMCA. And right. so um, we moved back to Kansas. Then we moved to Missouri and he started a YMCA there. We've raised money and built a Y there and I still taught PE. Then we moved to Florida for a few years and I helped start the middle school here and was athletic director, but also a PE teacher at that time. And then moved back to Kansas. He worked for the Y, I taught PE and uh, he decided to get back into education because that was what his degree was in got his degree in counseling. And then there was a counseling job that came open here in Florida. He, he wanted to move back. So we moved back and um, this job 
Mr. Pavey, who was my predecessor, he'd been at the school for 36 years. He'd been the AD for 15 years. And I was so lucky to get to work under him for um, from August to February. And then he officially retired and then I was on my own and, and now here I am and wouldn't have given, I'm so, if I could tell every AD, if they could work with somebody for that amount of time to get experience, it was, it was great. So kind of yeah. that's my short. No, and, I, and again, I, I love hearing all the stories and I know where every one of those towns is in Kansas oh, and Illinois. Cause I, I uh, coached back in the nineties. I was uh, a college coach in Missouri. So uh, I, I know those towns. Okay. Um, Couple uh, let things. me tell you one more town then. We lived in Moberly, Missouri. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I coached in Marshall, Missouri. Okay, so you yeah, know where, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, a couple of things um, jump out. And again, I, I just love hearing the stories. Um, you worked, uh, you had the opportunity, you phrased it, to work under uh, your predecessor. Uh, this is my word, but I'm sure it's an apt word. A legend, you know, someone yeah. who has been there what? for years. Sometimes that can be an uncomfortable relationship. How was it for you coming in and going, wow, you know, this guy's been here for, you know, 50 years. Uh, you know, how was that? It was, again, phenomenal experience. Um, he was so welcoming. I mean, I, I have a strong faith. He had a strong faith. And I think that just connected us really well. Um, he knew my husband. Uh, he, when we had lived here before, my husband had coached football with him. So he, he knew me. I didn't really know him very well, but I knew him and he just knew my family. So um, I think he kind of, you know, he understood where I was coming from. He, he never pressured me to do, he'd always say, this is the way I've done it, Coach A, but you can change it if you want. Never, and he even sometimes said, Coach A, we've done this for 15 years. You might want to look into something different. So, um, he, and he just, he's just a great man. He's funny. Um, never, never pressured me to say, this is how it has to be done at all. And just encouraged me to, to, um, to, to grow and um, made me good connections. Like he, and one of his things that I take is he would call people on the phone. He didn't email, he didn't text people. If he needed to know the answer or make a connection, he called them on the phone. And I really take that piece of um, information to heart. I, you really, um, when you can call somebody and ask them a question, it, when they can hear your voice, it just kind of changes and smooths the situation or just helps you get to the point quicker. Oh, absolutely. You know, the, the, the phone call is, is I think a lost art, but uh, mm -hmm. the other thing I want to ask you about uh, going way back, you mentioned that when you're in high school, you had a chance to throw the javelin and here in Florida, we've only had javelin for uh, a few years. Uh, I grew up in Oregon and Washington and both States had that. Again, that was a long time ago. That's back in the seventies. I think there might've been only four or five schools in the whole or four or five states in the country that had it. Um, and when Javelin was being proposed here in Florida several years ago, uh, at the time I was on our um, state's uh, athletic director advisory committee. Uh, I think there's 12 or 14 ADs from around the country or around the state. Uh, I was the only guy on that committee 
that had any kind of track background. And the first year the proposal came up, I was the only person that voted, yes, we should have Javelin. Everybody else was afraid of it. And of course, you know, they we learned and, and it took time. But um, for you, um, you know, growing up with the Javelin as a high school athlete, and then now you've been in Florida for, for a while, what would you say to an athletic director that's listening from a state that doesn't have javelin, um, you know, what's the value? Um, you know, what 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 are some reasons that you would encourage their state to add javelin? Well, again, I came from a softball background, mm -hmm. so the throwing, you know, it was a throwing motion, and um, we had a phenomenal coach. She had been a college javelin athlete and had records and stuff so that helps so if again make sure you get a good coach find somebody who maybe not they may not um have a lot of experiences with but they know how to i always say this about coaching um the person doesn't have to be an elite person at that you know they don't have to be an elite swimmer or to be a good coach you know exactly. they have to just a good coach is different than a good athlete and so just find somebody who's willing to make sure that they know what the safety protocol is and how to do it correctly. I think that's really important. Um, and then also I go on to, my daughter was a, is, is a thrower. She throws in college and she threw javelin actually from a very early age, fourth grade, and she used the turbo jab. And right. so if at first, if at practice, you need to use turbo jabs. Those are a safe way. I actually just purchased the rubber tips for our javelins that we needed. So we are, Florida is going through um, the safety protocol to make sure that the sport is safe. Um, it, it's just, I think to watch throwing, I didn't, I was again, a runner first and then threw javelin for a few years, but then I became a throwing mom. That's what I say. My daughter threw. And it's just a different experience. And you learn to appreciate this art of being a thrower and um, to watch, you know, them do their approach. And uh, it's just a great experience. And it just lets, um, so track, I also say, your team can be good in track and you have can good have good athletes that run. But if you want to have an overall team and win a state championship, then you need to have runners, throwers and jumpers to have all three of those that is the way you're going to win a state championship and so if you can have all three of those events then you have more likelihood of winning a state championship but you're also going to pull in athletes from your school right. that can't run the 100 or can't run the mile but they can throw an object really far and so you just bring in that another um athletic event that other individuals can participate in so you're you're just the more athletes and more students you can pull into a sport the better uh, absolutely music to my ears is a longtime track guy uh, you know get those kids out for our listeners our guest today is arianne seidel and she's the director of athletics at lake wales high school right here in lake wales florida we're going to take our first break but we'll be back with some more so please stay with us this is the educational ad podcast we want to say thanks to our friends at Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com and use our podcast code. That's ADPOD10 
and you'll get 10% off. Gipper.com, create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their scoreboards in action. It's one of the best purchases I ever made for our department. Uh, their products not only generate income, but they also create the ultimate game day experience. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out their great products today. We also want to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to huddle.com. We believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle School. Um, hey, Jake, we use Gipper at Lake Wells High School, and we've used it almost a year now, and love that it's you can quickly add something to social media, but we also use it for our TV screens that are in the hallways, so then our whole student body can see what our athletes are doing, and our athletes can also say, hey, I'm on the TV today, so we really enjoy it. You know, and, and that's such a great example of, of why, you know, products like Gipper are, are so important because the kids, that's where they're at. They're on social media and they just love that. And there's nothing wrong with promoting your kids, your teams, your coaches, your program. Thanks a lot. I know our friends at Gipper appreciate that. Um, let's go and talk mentoring. You know, you've been in this profession for a while. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So I'm always curious, who are some of the mentors that you have had that have helped you along the way? Um, when I attended Aurora University, I had an advisor, Dr. Kosky, Dr. C, and she had extremely high expectations. I remember I got a 99 on a, paper, on a, um, a teaching lesson because I said, you guys, and she didn't want us all. She said, we were all individuals and guys wasn't a girl. And so we had that. So she just had really high expectations and was very supportive of me. And I just stayed in touch with her after I graduated and was, you know, she was always excited to hear what I had done or what I was doing. So I think having that college advisor and being so supportive in my profession she also strongly encouraged me to be very active in my professional um, association. So from a very early start, I was involved in um, IAFERD and then AAFERD, which is the Health and Physical Education Association, and now it's called Shape America. And so from a very, very early start, I was very active in my associations and that just helps you build um, relationships and um, networking with people from all over one, your state and then all over the world. I actually got to go to um, speak out in Washington DC and talk to um, legislators about the importance of physical education. And I just strongly say I would never have done that if Dr. C wouldn't have taught me to be active and have a voice. 
So she's probably my number one. Um, and then when we moved to Florida, I had a principal. So I helped start a school. We first were in churches. Um, we are a charter school system. We were the middle school that wasn't accepted into the charter when they went from when this when the Lake Wales went charter, they didn't take the middle school, the middle school didn't go charter. So that um, the community had to um, develop their own middle school. And so I actually just fell into the spot at the right time and got to do that. And Miss Donna Dunson just always thought outside of the box and uh, was very supportive. If I had an idea, she tried 100% to support me and make sure we had the funds. We had, uh, we were on a lake and we had kayaks and we had bikes and we did a triathlon and we had a climbing wall and we played every, we played cricket and lacrosse and table tennis and anything that I wanted to try, we would figure it out how to do it. And just still carry that on as I have become an administrator and just um, thinking, how can I support someone when they have an idea? And then she was with me for two years. I taught at Balk for four years. She was with me for two years. And then the next two years, um, Mr. Damian Moses was my uh, principal and he was the life of the party and um, six, four African-American football player principal. And, you know, he loved you hard and you, as a, as a student and, a, and as a, a professional that worked for him, you know, he loved you. And I find some people have a hard time with that word in education, but um, I really believe in building relationships and just, if you can love a kid, then they're gonna do more for you. So um, he just really taught me how to believe in children and believe in, in anyone and you know have a belief in me. And so um, when my family decided to move back to Kansas and he called me in my, his office for my exit interview, he said, you are gonna do more, you're gonna do more. And I said, no, I'm just gonna be a PE teacher. I just wanna teach PE, I love teaching PE. He's like, no, you're a leader and you need to do more. And so we moved back to Kansas and um, within three years, I started a master's program and it was in PE. And then I got that done at Emporia State. And um, it was it was awesome. I did it online. I had great professors. But again, because I had been involved in my um, associations, I knew a lot of the professors which was a really cool experience to already know them and had a great experience. So when I was done, um, I just immediately started at the University of Kansas getting my master's in educational leadership. Um, and that goes right into one of my next mentors is actually my father-in-law. And it's gonna make me cry. Um, he just was a superintendent and just, believed in what education could do for everyone and believed in his, you know, working hard and doing what was right. And he helped me through that. And then my final mentor would be my husband. And I get, I get so emotional because he actually passed away last June and um, he just, he just did what was right for kids. And um, 
we were on the we did it together and i think that's what we were a powerful team and um we didn't do it we did it with sports you know everything was very sports minded but it just it's just the way that we did life and um so i i knew this was going to happen but um so that those would be my people right there and and my family of all my mom my dad my sisters they've always been very supportive of me and then also i have three children and they've been very supportive of me as well so yes so well uh, ariane i really appreciate you sharing that uh, uh again all of your mentors and and, and your husband I, I'm, I'm sure he's still with you uh you know in, in spirit but uh thanks so much for sharing it. i think it's an important message for all of our uh listeners to hear and those younger ad's you know about the power of that mentor and developing those relationships you talked about that idea of uh uh, love. Uh, I agree hundred percent. You might not like all those kids, <laughs> but yeah. you're going to love them. You're going to love on them. You're going to help them be better. For our listeners, our guest today is Ariane Seidel. She's the director of athletics at Lake Wales High School here in Florida. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank our good friends at Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen console that will highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame is also an extensive content program that helps you tell more compelling stories that are going to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their great products. And when you're ready to buy, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get 5% off. Check them out today, vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the parent company for an entire suite of platforms designed to help your uh, job be a lot easier. There's Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Manage. Of course, there's Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. We used it at our school with great success, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else offers that. Go to snapraise.com to find out more. That's snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Ariane Seidel, and she's the Director of Athletics at Lake Wales High School. Ariane, um, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at Lake Wales? Uh, maybe it's with your teams, your, your coaches, your kids, but what are some things that you do that you're particularly proud of that you can share with our listeners. Anything come to mind? Well, we have a really strong booster club that has been really supportive of all our teams. And I think that just goes also into our community support and that our teams have a real good bond with our community and they, um, with fundraising. And I did see we, um, you are sponsored by SNAP and we do use SNAP. Um, with some teams and um, have, have enjoyed that personal relationship we have with their representative. I really appreciate that. But also um, 
it just helps again with our students being in the community and asking um, they can ask for support because the community members are there to watch and play and so uh, it, it was a huge thing especially with our football team um, our lesion field is very well known it's historical um, it's right on the lake and we have a fence line and we have these really nice um, banners um, that we put out uh, with um, individual community members again we have different costs and things like that um, and it just uh, you know allows people to see who supports our community but also those community members to you know tell the the players and the, you know, we support you. Um, and then just went on to, when we went to our first ever state championship game this year and ended up winning the state championship in football, um, we had one of the largest crowds that they've ever had. It was phenomenal. Um, it was being on the field and looking up at the sea of orange and black. There was so much pride and, um, I just, we, you know, we're still a small community, but, um, but growing and I think we, but we can keep that small community feel. Uh, I feel like that is an important piece is just to continue to be part of that community. Uh, the second part um, that I feel is an important best practice that we do is, uh, is professional development. And it's something that I've tried to add. Um, last summer, we had a whole day where all the coaches came in, right? It was just right after school had finished. And we had some um, speakers from um, three-dimensional coaching that came in and spoke with us. And um, FCA came in and spoke with us. Huddle came and spoke with us. Um, I think even Gipper was in that. And, um, and Snap, I do. I think all those guys were there. I just tried to bring in different resources for our coaches. Um, and then uh, through this year, we've actually, um, Florida State University has a coaching um, degree and their um, lead advisor, he uh, did a, he came and spoke and did a, a professional development evening with our coaches. And uh, whenever our coaches ask if they can go to a training, I'm very supportive of that. Uh, we have a lot of veteran coaches and we have some newer coaches. I try to make sure that if a newer coach maybe can pair up and um, be a, like mentored by a seasonal coach and offer them as much support as possible. Because it's more, um, there's so many different aspects to the coaching piece that, you know, just scheduling and transportation, but also, you know, the mental health and being supportive and, and the training piece. So I want to make sure all my coaches are um, well diverse in everything. So um, I, I believe those are probably our top two best practices. Oh, yeah. I, I love the, um, you know, the community identity, community promotion, the tie-ins. That's great. And then professional development, of course, that's fantastic. Um, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit more, find out how you all do things at Lake Wales, uh, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? Um, well, I will get, I give out my cell phone. Um, I again, share that and it's 863-241-3405. And is there an email that's uh, convenient to My, um, email is my first name, Arianne and then period Seidel, and then it's at 
LW Charter Schools with an S on the end dot com. Okay. And for NIAAA members, uh, Arianne's uh, information is also in the NIAAA portal. Uh, let's go and take another break. Uh, once again, uh, Arianne Seidel, Lake Wales High School. Thanks, uh, you know, for sharing. We've got more coming up, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for things like school plays, school concerts, dances, even graduation. And the best part, every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. Go to finalforms.com. Whether you're an AD, a superintendent, or an IT professional, they're going to help you prepare for your best seasons ever. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like uh, mobile communication. Uh, they also have reminders about school policies, uh, physical expirations, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with attendance and communicating with their people, also help with their certification management. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Final Forms is also the official registration platform for the FIAAA annual conference. To take the next steps, talk to a team who's walked in your shoes, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Ariane Seidel. She's the athletic director at Lake Wales High School in Lake Wales, Florida. Ariane, you and I were talking during the break, and you mentioned a program you have there at Lake Wales that I, I think is really cool. Can you share that with our listeners? Yes, sir. Um, we do a a program called Women of Will or WOW. And um, it was introduced to us through um, BSN and Under Armour. And we have, um, we try to have monthly meetings uh, for our female athletes. And our purpose or mission is threefold. We want them to be um, active in the community and then second, we want them to be supportive of each other. And then third, we want them to be um, able to grow themselves as uh, student athletes. And some of the things that we've done so far or last year, uh, specifically, we had some amazing speakers. And that's what I kind of want to I wanted to bring in uh, who has been here at Lake Wales High School, where they have been and what successes those individuals have had as female athletes. And our first speaker was Octavius Freeman, and she is a phenomenal track athlete. She has four state banners hanging in our gym um, for track. Um, she actually um, competed in the Olympic trials. She at one time was the fastest woman in the the U.S. Um, with her time. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure in the hundred, um, but such a humble experience. To, she came in and I just say, we have a half an hour. You can speak for 15 minutes. And she came in and presented the girls with 
not her records or not anything boastful about her accomplishments, but about um, being a female athlete and being strong and standing up for yourself and knowing what is right for you when you are training and not listening to the naysayers or the people saying, oh, you should do this or you should do that. You have to listen to your own body and, um, and compete and race and train with how you feel. And it phenomenal. The girls loved it. Um, and just that's kind of how we started it off. And then since then, we have had um, Hannah Rogers, who is the only female athlete to win a Little League um, Softball World Series, a state championship in the state of Florida, and then go on to play for the Florida Gators and win a World Series with them also. So again, she came in and also talked. Now she's a teacher in an elementary school and how, um, you know, sports has allowed her to um, have determination and uh, work ethic and um, she still helps girls with pitching lessons now, but um, she did go on and play some professional um, softball for a while. But just how, you know, um, these these women now and how sports uh, continue to be important in their life, but how it um, developed who they are as a person. And um, we've had um, a, a Last week, we had a mother who, of a, one of our athletes that's a state champion, who was a phenomenal swimmer, come and speak to us. Um, we actually have a meeting tomorrow, and we're having a young lady who was actually one of my sixth grade students when I taught here in Florida before, and was a great soccer player for our high school and middle school, and then went on to play college soccer. And just I'm going to come in and talk about the transition from one level to the other. And then um, and now she works at the care center here in Lake Wales and serves our community. And um, they have also got to meet up with our middle school. This group of our female athletes have also met with our middle school athletes and worked on some leadership training. Um, and it's just been a really positive and um, uh, group and hopefully we can continue it on and it will become something that is a tradition here. Uh, they all get a pass to go and watch any female athletics event at Lake Wales for free because we want them to be supportive of others. We have between about 20 different female sports and sometimes a um, we have a volleyball player that doesn't even know who's on this or ever watch softball. You know, they may, you know, know volleyball, but they never watch softball. And I want them to be able to support each other or when they're walking down the hallway to make eye contact and say, hey, good luck at your game tonight. You know, even though they're not on the same team, we still are all Lake Wells Highlanders. And this one of our um, our big motto is here is you are your brother's keeper. So we want to definitely promote that in our athletics as well. Well, what a, a great thing to have all of those, um, you know, leaders, you know, potential, uh, you know, mentors for, for women and for uh, any young person right there in their community and, and have that connection 
with the school. Uh, wow, really appreciate you sharing that. Uh, you know, great program. Hopefully, listeners, you're going to reach out and and find out how to develop one of those at your school. Ariane, this has been really cool spending some time with you and finding out more about your program, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you know, you mentioned you've been at Lake Wales uh, for about a year and a half, but you certainly have a, a broad background in athletics. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who sponsored the AD Toolbox segment. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So let's take that break. When we come back, we're going to find out what Ariane Seidel is going to put into her new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent or that frustrated student athlete, and we need to hear from them so we can affect positive changes in our program. But we also need to hear from that 98% that love and support our program, and that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. They can create a custom survey for your school that allows you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check it out. See what they can do for you. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with Ariane Seidel from Lake Wales High School right here in Florida. Uh, but right now, I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director, but I'm only going to let her put three things in that AD toolbox. Marianne, what three items are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? All right. So number one, I think I kind of, I kind of covered this in the past, but um, always be like a learner. And so be a part of your state association, be a part of your national association there. That is so supportive. You can find a lot of good information from there, but the most important piece from it is that you build a network and um, also Within Florida is great because we do a lot of county work and I've met so many experienced athletic directors within our county and I am not afraid to call them and ask them, am I doing this the right way or how should I do this or how do you do that? That is so important. Um, do not be afraid to ask. Uh, I think that is number one. And so my number two kind of falls with that is that surround yourself with good people that are expertise in things that you're not. And so then you can, if, if you're not, if you know you're not good at something, then you go ahead and ask them for their expertise. And um, hopefully you guys can be supportive of each other. Um, and then, so those, I kind of had those as being the same thing, maybe learning and being supportive. So actually I have two more. My final one is make lists. So I always love to check things off, cross it off. I might write it down just so I can cross it off, even if I've already done it. So, um, but I think that's part of being organized. There's so many pieces of being an athletic director. 
I mean, it's mind boggling to even think about all the different things that you have to do and to, to make lists is helpful in that organization. And then finally is have those high expectations, have the high expectations for yourself, for your coaches, for your athletes. And with having high expectations, let them know that you support them if they're um, if they fail then you still are supporting them and you still will, again, my word, you'll still love them, but we're all gonna learn from it. But um, don't set your expectations low and then don't have, then you won't have as much success. And I think that's as um, even anything in sports, you wanna be successful, you wanna win, but we all have to go through that learning process and how to get there. So those are, um, those are my toolbox tools. And once again, the uh, professional podcaster forgot to unmute himself. Um, <laughs> great, great tools. That's what I was saying while I was muted. Um, you probably saw me scribbling down notes. Uh, and those tools, uh, they they appear in our, our top five of uh, the tools we've collected. So uh, you're in great company. Ariane, again, thanks so much for sharing with us today. One more time, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain. And listeners, I think you've got a great resource here. What's the best way they can get hold of you? Um, best way again is my phone. Um, cell phone is 863-241-3405. And then also my email is my first name and then period, my last name at lwcharterschools with an s.com. Thanks again, Ariane, for sharing with our listeners today and all the best moving forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to connecting with you in person uh, at the FIAAA conference, which is coming up in uh, about a month. Yes, sir. For our listeners, uh, we do this just about every day, and the Zoom recordings get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD and keep coaching those coaches. We'll see you next time. Once again, we want to thank our podcast partners, the global community of women, We Coach, Florida Coaches Coalition, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we do appreciate the support. Check out our sponsors. Uh, they're all products that I used as a coach or an AD, and they can help you help your coaches and help your student athletes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. Mm -hmm.